Alright, hey guys, this is Brad and Mike with Dallas Geek. How y'all doing on this wonderful Sunday afternoon? Mike, you doing alright? Uh, I'm good, Brad, but you know, they can't hear you, right? And you can't hear them? I mean, right? I like to think that they can hear me, and at least that somebody can hear me, and... It's a fun conversation. So now, one way, but sure. So now, so now, my next question is: Is are you hearing the voices again? I think this qualifies more as like monologuing, and if so, does that make me a supervillain? Yes, there's only villains monologue. That's fair, but am I a supervillain or am I just a run-of-the-mill villain? I want to make a joke right now, but I don't know if I should. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if you man. asked your wife, I think she would say there's nothing super about you. Oh, 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 ouch. Okay. Well, I just with that, no. <laughs> guys, uh, thank you all for joining us on a Sunday afternoon. I know it's been a little while since we've been live. Uh, well... A week. Well, we did we did go um, for we did go for like two and a half hours so I think we needed to take a little break <laughs> true and you know uh, we have only gone once a week for uh, a couple weeks now so um, right. I, I think that's enough of a break I'd say so uh, yeah yeah but guys if this is your first time watching us thank you for doing that uh, I don't know how you found us but, just in case you end up liking us, please don't forget to like us and follow over on Facebook, like and subscribe over on YouTube, and if you end up liking us but don't have time for our videos every time, you can check out the live streams and interviews that we do also in audio form over on Google Podcast, uh, Spotify, iHeartRadio, uh, Google Play, or what is about to become Google Podcast, and Stitcher. So, we got you hey, covered Brad, in all the places. Um, if they found us so easily, do we need to be worried about the government finding us just as easily? I, I think that's a... I, I feel like you should have been afraid of that a long time ago. At this point now, if Papa Google and Mama Facebook doesn't have, like, every detail about you down to like the nth degree uh, there's nothing to worry about from the government well with with <laughs> if anything I think we know that the US government has never done anything shady or irresponsible with uh, people's private information or private com uh, corporations no never no uh, definitely not a thing but it's better than it's better than the Chinese owning it. Looking at you, TikTok. I feel like it's kind of the same difference at this point. The U.S. government, private corporations, so. China. In the end, what's the worst that any of them could possibly do that the others can't also do to screw you over? I I, I don't think any one of them's more dangerous than the other. With your information, my information maybe, but yours. Eh. That's true. I do, I do have guns to protect myself. It'll be fine. 
<laughs> with that, uh, guys, so if you actually saw the title of the video and the description, you'll know that we're going to be going over a bit today. Um, because there's a lot that we could dive into, we will try to keep the uh, topics pretty concise. Uh, but hopefully, no you'll enjoy it as much as we do. <laughs> uh, but F before we jump crossed. in, fingers crossed. Because we always forget this at the beginning. Question of the day, please, down in the comments below, tell us Xbox Series X or PS5, which one are you getting? Or 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 are you or, not a garbage person and you're part of the PC Master Race? No, 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 you, you phrased that wrong. Is it, are you a garbage person and part of the PC Master Race? Eh, PC gets the better toys. Or, or, you could be like me and be a Nintendo whore. That's fair. Fingers crossed that on a totally Switch fair. Pro actually coming. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. With that, um, okay, so as I'm sure at least a few of you out there have figured out uh, throughout the course of this um, zombie apocalypse, <laughs> a few things have changed about normal daily life. Uh, specifically... <laughs> Just only a few, Brad? Only a few? Specifically, what we found out is social distancing kind of makes things like traditional theater going and sporting events and most other public stuff uh, kind of not possible. So, if you want to be able to have any kind of that fun, you have to find a new way to do it. And whether they intended it to be this way or not, Big Tech has kind of been coming in clutch with that. Uh, and Microsoft and Sony have pretty well been showing the direction that that's going to be happening. And um, what we may actually be looking forward to. Just, I find it a little odd that in a year where a pandemic comes from a certain part of the world, the tech wow. that manufacture stuff in a certain part of the world are... Sorry, sorry. Did I get a little too uh, conspiracy theorist there? <laughs> Tad. Tad. Uh, you don't want to see. You don't want to see. <laughs> you don't want to see my bedroom wall that has the one thousand red strings running all over the place, and it all comes back to COVID. <laughs> uh, oh, you, you mean the thing that shall not be named? Th this is a. Uh, it's okay. It's it's not you know. it's not vulnerable. It's not Voldemort. They even... It, it, we were allowed to say Voldemort's name, but we can't say this? Come on. <laughs> but Just to get remember, it back on topic... <laughs> Epstein didn't kill himself. <laughs> he, he didn't. He absolutely did not. <laughs> Don't even okay. get me started on that. <laughs> With that... um. Okay, so the big thing that 
the social distancing entertainment experience has kind of shown all of us is that to be able to replicate that kind of theater experience or uh, any kind of major experience that you get going out to some entertainment event, home entertainment has to get massively improved. I mean, yeah, computers are great. You can do some really cool things with that. But most of the time, that is a couple thousand, at least dollar investment. So sometimes a lot more than that. And that's really not openly available to everybody. So what do you have? Game consoles. And if you want to be able to get that high def, big screen HDR experience, the best way to do that is to hope that game consoles can give that to you. And Xbox Series X and PS5 look like they're starting off to go exactly in that direction, giving you something as about as close as you can get at home to what you see at theaters as far as visual quality. So yeah, that's it's you know it's funny that you say that because I. <laughs> Unlike you and Zim, I went and saw Tenet in theaters the other week. Um, How was that, by the way? I, I see that you're still alive. Uh, I'm still alive. Well, let's <laughs> knock on wood. Um, <laughs> uh, went and saw it in IMAX. Or not, I'm sorry, not IMAX. An XD, 35mm. Uh, it was okay. breathtaking. The movie was fantastic. Um, but you're right, man. There is something about seeing certain movie. Like, there's something about experiencing certain things on like the theater screen um that is absolutely breathtaking like i it, it would be a disservice for somebody's first viewing of this movie to not be in like an imax or an xd or anything like that and i think that's the approach that the video game industry is kind of taking right now um especially with everything that's going on it makes even more sense, but I mean, it's it's almost kind of funny that these consoles launched this year with everything going on because these consoles are designed to be future-proofed to an extent. Now, I mean, obviously, technology is going to catch up and everything like that, but the Xbox Series X is going to play stuff in native 8K. How readily available are 8K TVs right now? They're they're not. Well, like, in all the fairness, public. Uh... 8K possible officially they're specking at 4K uh, but 60 frames a second 120 FPS huh yeah 120 FPS upscaled 8K uh, I could have sworn I'll have to go back and look but I thought I saw native 8K on the Series X but that's still 120 FPS on a home console which 120 FPS is something that PC's only been able to do for the shortest time, or for, for the longest time, rather. Um, and this also comes back to Microsoft's current plan to marry home and PC with what they're doing, with Play Anywhere, where you can play your Xbox games on your PC and vice mm -hmm. versa, and you can play with your friends on PC. Uh, basically, it's all Windows-powered. Microsoft has basically decided, hey, you know what? We see what the PC industry's doing, we're just going to go ahead and marry them. Home console, yeah. PC are now going to become kind of an interchangeable thing. Um, but that also, now, you now have, that means that you have a video game developer that is recognizing the power behind gaming PCs 
they are now making games for that on a home console scale too. So yeah. now, not only are you going to get games that are going to look as good as they do on PC to an extent, but you're actually getting home consoles that are now going to be able to also to an extent compete with the capabilities and power of gaming PCs. Mm -hmm. um, so I will I, go ahead and to point me, out that's, uh, that's a big you are correct. Yeah. I, I did double check. While the specs for the Xbox Series X says 4K 120 frames a second, uh, it does say that it will still support 8K as well, but it's advertising yeah. at 4K. 4K, right, because, because yeah. 8K is not readily available right now. Yes. But this is... I, I don't remember, because, I mean, we're not exactly old, but we're not exactly young. Like, we have lived through, essentially, the renaissance of the video game industry. I mean, we were... I don't... We, we grew up when the original Nintendo and the Sega Genesis were, like, still early in their... Well... Mm -hmm when the original Nintendo was early in its uh, existence at the beginning of the Sega Genesis and uh, Super Nintendo's lifespans. Super Nintendo, yeah. yeah. I don't remember a time when the companies making these machines made them with the capabilities of technology catching up eight to 10 years down the line. So here's the thing you? with the Xbox and PS5 that I will say, um, and this was actually some really shrewd business sense by AMD. Uh, so for just to get a little techie on everybody, uh, for anybody that's been paying attention to the computer side of the industry, um, oh god, Intel boring. Eh, Intel oh, sorry, has sorry, for obviously been the go-to for CPUs for ever essentially uh right. amd right. was a thing in the early 2000s kind of scuttled off and in the last year they've jumped back up to the top uh under new management uh and they've really been kicking it into high gear and part of the shrewd business sense that their current ceo had was they went in and under their graphics card and CPU divisions, they went in and got exclusive deals with Microsoft and Sony to take over the CPU and GPU for the PS5 and the Xbox Series X because they've been at the cutting edge of both of those technologies for a little while now. And while, yes, NVIDIA just had a big drop that is trying to say that it's going to be better than what AMD Radeon's new graphics card is going to be. They still haven't released the official specs for the new uh, graphics cards from Radeon, which means we don't know how that is. But we do see what the Xbox is pushing, uh, using what's probably only mid-range for what their cards are going to be possible. So... To be able to come back and say they have a CPU that can be pushing 3.8 gigs uh, and a graphics card that can be pushing 8K video at 120 frames a second as quickly as it is on their 7 nanometer processor. Same thing for the PS5, uh, which 
even a lot of computers now, you'd have to pay almost two grand just to get to the starting place for that. That's impressive considering, you know, the price point for the Xbox is, what was it again, Mike? $499.99. It's, drop, it's, dropping as the, it's dropping at the same price as the Xbox One originally dropped at, uh, what was that, 2013, so seven years ago. And then yeah. if you remember the upray, the uproar uh, at 499 being so overly expensive. Yeah. But they're dropping, they're dropping equipment seven years down the line at the same price that they dropped equipment seven years prior, and they were ridiculed left and right for the cost of the launch price. Yeah. So that's kind of what is the most important thing here. If you want to be able to get a computer with the specs that the Xbox Series X and the PS5 are getting, you would honestly have to be dropping two grand minimum to be getting that same quality. And yet you're paying 500 or less and you are getting amazing quality stuff. Amazing quality for games, amazing quality for videos, movies, TV shows, whatever. Um, and assuming you have enough hard drive space that uh, in the version you're buying, uh, that actually handles a lot. So yeah, look, if you have a TV it, that can handle it, that, you have a theater. Yeah, look, so just kind of doing a quick Google search... Because 4K TVs are, are decently priced now. But yeah. let's say you don't go with a 4K TV. Let's say you go with a 4K gaming monitor, which is with a standard HDMI hookup. And you just yeah. run your console through a gaming monitor. Uh, Asus has them at 28 inches for $269.99. Asus has their 32 inch for $399.99. Uh, Samsung has, uh, Best Buy has one for $219.99 at 28 inches. Mm. So you could get a 4K monitor and a console for still, what, six to seven hundred less than what you would be getting out of a similarly powered PC? Yeah. Give or take? Like, when was, when was the last time that... Because it's so funny you started the conversation with the PC Master Race joke, but... It, it, that's that's been the mentality for so long is that PC just basically takes a dump on console and console in the Stone Ages, whereas PC is light years ahead. Yeah, they're closing the gap really quickly now. Hmm? No, it's especially in terms of impressive. especially in terms of affordability, and then you and then you put on top of that all of the games that are console exclusive that you can't play on PC. Well, I mean. Here's an even better price comparison. Uh, the top of the line new NVIDIA 3000 series uh, graphics card, the RTX 3080, which in theory we'll know officially uh, as soon as Radeon drops their big navy uh, RDNA 2 graphics card prices, which should be in the next week or two. But that's launching at $699. That, that, that's their top-end graphics card. The next one down uh, was 
and you said the Xbox Series X was going for what? Four ninety nine. <laughs> so basically, you are paying the same price for an Xbox Series X as the mm-hmm. second to top of the line Nvidia card, and probably about the same price as the top of the line Radeon card when it drops. Wow. And you're getting an entire gaming console. Console. That 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 is incredible. Which, by the way, yeah. <laughs> the the CPU in that. If I am, if I'm reading this right, uh, that should be about the. Uh, here we go. Uh, that should be about the Ryzen. Uh, what is this? Three. Or five? Mm-hmm. Ryzen's in. There we go. So yeah, you're looking at about the right, uh, the third gen Ryzen five CPU, mm-hmm. which that alone goes for two fifty. No. Just for the CPU. <laughs> so Jeez. no, you, if you want the home theater experience you go for a mid-range tv that can do 4k you get the new xbox series Mm -hmm. x or the ps5 and now all Mm -hmm. of a sudden you're at least partially making up for what you aren't getting at the theater anymore and if rumors about the oculus quest 2 are correct about it being uh announced in about a week or two And you keep in mind that a more powerful graphics card gives you a more realistic virtual reality experience. What do you think you're going to get with that? Yep. Yeah, this is... It's funny, man, because the industry... Excuse me, sorry. Um... The industry's come light years from where it was, what, 15 years ago? I mean, 15 years ago, the PlayStation 3 dropped at $600 because it had a Blu-ray player in it. (laughs) And now the Xbox S doesn't even have an optical drive. No. And it's dropping at $300. (laughs) Like... It, it's it's almost mind-blowing, man, to see just the leaps in which technology has caught up and what it's done and to drive the game industry. Yeah. Um, you know, it's... It's funny because it seems like we just keep talking nothing about the Series X, the Series X, the Series X. We're not really talking about the 5. The 5 still doesn't have a release date. 5 still doesn't have a price point. It does have specs. We're talking about stuff that... It has specs, but I mean, we're we're talking about stuff. the the series the the Xbox Series X and S just got confirmed to drop November tenth. Yeah. September thirteenth. We're two months well, away. Even then, if you're looking at max potential, I mean, the Xbox Series X is uh, pushing a three point eight gig CPU, whereas mm-hmm. the PS Five is going to be pushing a three point five gig. Uh, yeah. 
its GPU is, I mean, I hate using teraflops to try to say how good the G, uh, graphics card is because most people don't even know what the heck that means. Like, what what is a teraflop? Uh, it, it sounds right. like a, a bad uh, line reading from Back to the Future. But, uh, I mean, you are There's looking at... There's no such thing as anything 12... bad coming out of Back to the Future, Brad. I mean, you are looking at 12 teraflops, though, and uh, 52 CUs, uh, computing... Or, uh, yeah, uh, yep. graphics computing units uh, for the Xbox Series X versus 10.28 yep. teraflops and 36 CUs for the PS5. So, while I'm sure the PS5 is going to have its own selling points, max graphic potential, Xbox has it. Well, right. Now, and this is, will this people is what be able we to, saw to with... develop to that? Well, so that's what we saw with the Xbox One X and the PS4 Pro. As you saw the Pro come out at $100 cheaper, but it only upscales into 4K, whereas the, the Xbox One X will play in native 4K. Yeah. So is it really worth the 100 bucks? I mean, you got that 4K key, you got that 4K TV, you got all of the, you know, top of the line equipment. What's 100 bucks more for getting that more immersive experience yeah sure um <laughs> what's a hundred bucks more it sounds like i'm made <laughs> of money jesus um <laughs> well yeah especially these days you know what's a hundred bucks more <clears throat> as we're as we're watching california burn because of a gender deal um, uh, don't don't forget portland and well honestly half of oregon part of washington <sighs> And, you know, there's always the mass flooding of Florida, because Florida. I mean, not to get too political, but I don't know if Florida, I'm sorry, I don't know if Florida, Portland, or Seattle would be too missed right about now. I don't feel like that's a political thing, I think that's just social commentary. That's, yeah, that's fair too. I mean, Florida, I mean, let's be honest, Florida is No offense, though, for any viewers in... Oregon, California, or Florida, uh, we still appreciate you. I don't. I mean, you're, you're easy punching bags, but we still appreciate you. <laughs> the fact that there's a Twitter called Florida Man, come on. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. no, look, I, I, this is, it, it's so crazy to see where the industry is right now. Um, especially with everything going on, like you've got, like I said, you have got machines that are capable of playing anything for the next 10 to 15 years. Yeah. Like, and I, it's don't funny forget the TV console like that you can pair with. Yeah. I mean, Samsung just announced that they are pushing their OLED technology over the next several years. Uh, no. two levels that we didn't know you could hit because they're saying, you know what, the micro and mini L LEDs, uh, that, that's not going to happen. It's too expensive. So we're going to do quantum dot LEDs and push it to such an extreme with that option that HDR uh, 
the brightness replication and the color replication that you can get for HDR and 8K resolution video is gonna be massive for cheaper, which means yeah. bigger and bigger TVs will be more affordable yep. at the higher quality, yep. which once again goes back towards trying to replicate that home theater experience in your living room. Yeah, I think the marriage of these consoles kind of being all-in-one entertainment devices with the upcoming capabilities that TVs are going to be starting to shell out now. Because, I mean, 4K is basically... 4K at this point is basically affordable in every household. Yes. I mean, so affordable. Even Nintendo is saying that next year their next version of the Switch is going to be 4K. Well, well, that's that's Nintendo hasn't said anything the yet. Rumor. The rumor. The rumor. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, no, you're 100% right. So, how many years after that does 8K become readily available? Just yeah. On average, six, and, well, seven. Well, I mean, even then, the Xbox Series S is going to be 2K, which I mean, that's mm -hmm. nothing to scoff at. No. But what I'm saying is, is so you've got. You've got two devices that come out this year that will utilize technology that hasn't even hit the market to probably, what, 95% of the general population? Mm -hmm. Like, it's... The console... Li like, the life cycle for every console before this console generation has been increasingly larger. Or increasingly longer, I should say. Not larger. Yeah. Um, but I mean, you're talking about the Series X and PS5, the Series X being able to play in native 8K. What does that mean that we don't get another Microsoft console for 15 years, 10 years? Like, what does that mean? I feel mean like for the tech is going to keep expanding quickly enough that we may actually see something sooner. But I don't feel like it's going to be that large of a leap. Like, I feel like the big leap is yeah. here, and the next one's going to yeah. be tiny step. It's possible, but then what does that what like I said? What does that mean for the what does that mean for the video game industry? What does that mean for the for the industry that wants to move into treating and create or creating that that experience of sitting in a theater at home? Mm. More importantly, what does it mean for Avatar Two? I think it means it's going to get pushed back for by another four years because you know James. I Cameron. think you need to shut your damn mouth about that. <laughs> but seriously though I, <laughs> I, I, I do think that because of what we're seeing with the new graphics cards like yep. not just what we're seeing within the game consoles but the graphics cards that are powering it and the graphics cards that could come out in the next you know like version 2.5 of whatever in like two years from now um yeah. i think what you're going to end up seeing is we may actually be at a point where even the most let's say graphically adept of us will be able to look at what we know is animated and be able to say, 
that looks real. Like, yeah. I, I, I'm aware that there is a large portion of the population that will look at stuff that you and I can look at and say, oh yeah, no, that's, that's good CGI. And they'll say, what do you mean CGI? I thought this, I thought it was a real pe person, real everything. And I get that. But the second you can get to a point where, like, even the people that know and specialize in CGI can look at it and go, there's no way that's CGI, you, you've hit a special place. And I feel like this generation of tech may finally be, like, edging on that territory, finally. Especially if they can really take advantage of that with uh, VR. Like, the home entertainment realm and just how real that experience can become to kind of negate the need to go out to theaters. I feel like we could be seeing something very special coming in the next couple years. Yeah, I don't think that that's like, as like you said, as we've seen as we've seen CGI become more seamless in terms of how realistic it looks, but then also with, you know, what we're seeing with, like, the XD, the IMAX, all of that happening in theaters, mm. like, as those two kind of start merging into it, like, it is, it is going to get to a point where, like, I, I don't know if you remember it, but the Final Fantasy movie, God, yeah. the movie was absolute garbage. It was hot garbage. But, like, yeah. you... You saw what they were going for. Yeah. They were going for a computer-generated image that was supposed to be realistic that looked like real people. Like, yeah. I don't feel like it's so far off that that's going to be a thing well, in a couple like, of years. Avatar was supposed to be the same way, and if you saw it in theaters at the time, mm -hmm. especially in theaters 3D, uh, which, yeah. Which I did. Yeah, there were a lot of parts that gave you a very close sense of reality. Some that felt exactly like reality. Uh, you know, the, the parts that didn't have much of anything that wasn't possible within, you know, special effects. But, I mean, you bring it down to, like, a home TV size, and... The cracks start to show. The moment you can go from the high-end theater experience to the home experience and still have that same escape from reality, that same uh, illusion that just hits you every time, that's what you're going for. And that's what we may be seeing because of these next consoles. Um, it's it's making it affordable to be able to get the high end experience. Yeah, yeah, that's I think the big thing is is the, the processing capability and the power inside these machines for the price, right? Like yeah. I think that's where the big leap is right now. Is is that you're sitting there, like five years ago, how much would it have cost to put that into a gaming PC? <laughs> uh. Like this exact, you'd be paying right. like ten grand to start with it. Right now, how much does it cost to put it into a gaming PC? About two, maybe three. You're gonna buy it for, you're gonna buy it for five hundred. Yeah. You're gonna spend 
you can get a good 4K TV for what three three to four hundred right now, give or take. Yeah. So that's I mean that's your setup at literally half of the cost of what it would cost to make you a high performance gaming PC. Yeah. Like that is a huge jump. Now there is one piece of the puzzle that we're still missing. Unfortunately, um, every piece of this, technology-wise, works together. The TV, the consoles, uh, the games and movies that you're going to be watching on it, it all works together. But, it's the delivery conduit that's actually bringing it all to you. The content, the internet without us getting to a point where reliable, affordable, like truly high-speed internet is available to everybody, there's always going to be a, a lack of continuity in the experience. Whether that's yeah. Yeah. Uh, an extra, extra long time to download the high-end games or uh, some buffering issues when you're trying to watch a sh streaming movie or TV show and like full 4K also, HDR or whatever. Now, if these consoles came out and said, okay, uh, we can go ahead and for streaming content, uh, pre-download and uh, kind of jump ahead on the buffering issues to mitigate internet ish connectivity issues that would be one thing but that's not what's happening here that they're saying so no. we're still waiting for the internet service providers to get up to the times and give yeah. us the same Look. quality that microsoft and sony's giving us same quality that samsung and lg and every other major uh tv manufacturer is giving us they need to finish right. the puzzle and look, I think that's that's where everything's gonna slow down, right? Because like you have, you have phone like the the DS twenty with five G costs a thousand dollars. Yeah, it's a cell phone, a thousand dollar cell phone. Holy hell, what? Yeah. And part of the reason that it's so damn expensive is because of the five G network. Hmm. How many five G networks are actually out there right now? Like how many service providers are providing? 5G. They're functional and, like, adequate uh, to... Right. Uh, they're... Yeah. Obviously, a third is trying, but it, there's right. a lot of time that has to go into that infrastructure. And unfortunately... Now, how, how... Not a lot of people have seen the price benefit of trying to... That's... Give us better rather than just providing quality of service that they should have been. You sounded like Bane right there. We'll give it to you, the people. I mean, in this case, he's not wrong. Hey, easy, easy. He was a terrorist. Calm down. I mean, how many times have you not wanted to go a little Bane on Verizon or AT&T or Frontier? I mean... You know what? The awful things that happen in my head are going to stay in my head, okay? <laughs> Uh. <laughs> I mean, I, I think but a little no, backbreaking could do them some good. 
<laughs> right. Just pick up my sales rep at my Verizon store and just drop them on my knee. <laughs> oh no no no! Not not the local reps. The, those are those are just as innocent as most of the uh, the other retail sales people. No no, I mean like go to their corporate mm. offices and just start. Oh yes, the yeah. hell oh, out oh, of the oh, exact... oh yeah 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 yeah. <laughs> you know, um, the ones that are that no, really like, deserve it. Yeah, but no, like you said, it's it's. Unfortunately, right now, the thing that's going to slow everything down is the fact that 5G or just any kind of at-home internet is it affordably isn't there. And affordably yeah. doesn't look like it's going to be there for some time. So what that's going to do, and I mean, let's, let's be honest. Let's be 100% honest here. That's why digital hasn't completely and totally taken over all of the markets. Right? Yeah, I mean, Frontier I mean, is the only company out there that will give you affordable 500 gig upload and download on fiber and that's only in select markets and in even more select markets they'll give you a gig up and down but that's not everywhere and no. that gig is definitely not what you would call affordable to everybody starting no, price God. for the half gig you know that 500 500 is about 40 bucks a month but Mm -hmm. Once again, that's not affordable by everybody's standards. So until you can and no, come well, in and say a college student with a part-time job can afford something that will be able to give them reliable streaming quality of 4K HDR, that mm -hmm. is where we will be able to say, yes, everybody will have a shot at having the theater experience at home. But until then, yeah. it's still going to be a case-by-case -case basis if you can afford it. Well, and then it, it's also going to and come down to... And if you're in the right to, place. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But the other thing it's going to come down to is so 4K Blu-rays have been out for a while now. And they're, they're decently affordable. You're not really breaking the bank to buy a movie that comes out on 4K. Yeah. What's going to happen when they start dropping them in 8K? Is there going to be a massive price hike? Because we're seeing it already because I work for a certain retailer that specializes in video games. I won't say who. Um, but we're yeah, seeing we'll it. We'll let it's, you we're figure finally that seeing... out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yes, that's right, Walmart. Context clue. Um, <laughs> um, but no, so we are already seeing because they've already announced that the Series X and PS5 games are going up to $69.99. Which, I'll be honest with you, I was talking to one of my regulars that came into my store the other day. I'm surprised it's taken this long to see a price jump for video games. Hmm. I'm surprised we didn't see a price hike when they went to Blu-ray. I'm really surprised we didn't see it when they went to DVD. Sure. But they've been at $59.99 for... Jeez, it feels like forever. And I think... That's another conversation we're going to need to have at a later date. The issue with video game pricing and what that has done to the industry as far as the consumer experience. Um, right. You know, the, the justification for microtransactions and the... Uh, don't get me kind started of on those iffy quality of final games, all that kind of stuff. Sure, yeah. but different topic, different day. 
but I mean, yeah, no, that the pricing is something to consider. I mean, so will it's, it's the day that a, we get this quality that we're looking for on all fronts, will the pricing still be affordable? Well, I can tell you right now, it'll be more affordable on a physical scale than on a digital scale. Maybe. For I, I mean, well, I mean, if it. If we can't even do 5G, you're getting how much? How much did you say it was? Frontier offers forty forty dollars for five hundred gigs a month. For five hundred uh, up 40, and down. Forty for five hundred, five hundred. If you're in fiber optic service range. Right, and that's what. What percentage of the population is that? <laughs> uh, basically, you need to be in a major city. Uh, like yeah. If you're in the the service area of Frontier here in Dallas-Fort Worth, you have it. But... Right. But let's... You know, and it still comes down to... God, it's so funny. I sound like Randy Marsh from South Park right now. But... Oh, and by the way... The episode where he buys a... One gig, one gig for uh, Frontier Fiber Optic. $200 a month. So I'm going to drop $200 a month <laughs> for one gig, one gig. Mm-hmm. When I can drop 60, when I can drop 70 bucks every time I buy a game. I mean, uh, well, every time we buy a game, but then you have microtransactions and DLC that will run you up another like 300 by the time you're done. Well, no, it's not nearly that much. Season passes are usually 40 to 50 bucks. So I'll give you the season pass, but we're also starting to see a huge backlash in the industry for microtransactions. Oh, sure. Like, But is that going to stop them? EA's li- <laughs> No, but when you see... When you see cash cow franchises that put them in there and you even see declines in microtransaction sales in those games it's almost like people are pulling their heads out of their asses and waking up it's so weird but (laughs) (laughs) we got Um, Kyla over in the comments on uh, Facebook saying that she's pretty sure that the N64's games were releasing for about 60 bucks yeah but she's she's you know she's Kyla so we don't really pay attention to what she says um, <clears throat> but I will let you handle that one. <laughs> um, damn it, I lost my train of thought. Oh, right. Now, th- the other aspect of it is is the online community for a lot of these titles, right? A lot of these titles offer online gaming and everything like that, and that's going to also be limited to what you're going to be able to do in terms of how affordable internet is because i mean we're seeing it right now if i'm if i'm dropping 200 a month for you know one gig one gig yeah so i'm gonna drop 200 a month plus 70 on a game plus my five like i just i don't see internet being affordable enough for everybody that it needs to be affordable enough for it to fully get to where it needs to get i i'll be honest anytime soon 
Plus, well, I mean, you keep in mind, well, like you said too, like if you're in if you're in the DFW Metroplex, then you're basically for it. Awesome, great. That is that is the DFW Metroplex. What about somebody that lives in like Missouri, Kentucky, Arkansas, Louisiana, or Illinois, heck, most of West Texas? Yeah. Well, or anything south of uh, San Antonio. All of West Texas. Yeah. Eh, fair. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's where places will more than likely be selling more Xbox Series S's because it's the more affordable option that will be able to get you the same right. games. But then again, they're usually paying that price partially for just the affordability, partially because that's also what they can afford, which means mm -hmm. if they could get the better internet options, that might not be affordable, but that would be a big if because that's assuming that the internet companies even assume that putting that type of service out in those areas is worth their time to build the yep. physical infrastructure out that far which most of them yep. don't because they don't nope. have to so yeah the, the internet is definitely going to be the biggest tripping point on this hurdle yeah 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 that's going to be that's going to be the biggest hurdle so um Look, I'm really excited to see where it goes. But you know. Oh, and by the way, Kyla went to, uh, just aside from the fact that she's going to hurt you later, uh, she did yeah, want to point out, well, what about somebody living in Oklahoma and uh, availability for internet there? Well, it's Oklahoma. We really don't care about those people. Once again, I'm letting you deal with the <laughs> backlash on this one. Why would there be backlash? It's Oklahoma. They don't have internet to watch this. On that note, um... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no... There's a lot that's going to be coming out for tech in the future that will be able to give you the home theater experience. Uh, more that we could say today, but at this point, it would really just yeah. be speculation. So, in yeah. all honesty, I feel like this is a good stopping place. Um, yeah. But it is worth pointing out that... Within the realm of the home theater experience, the game consoles really are the indicator of where the whole industry is going. And right now, we're seeing possibly one of the biggest jumps in expectations than we've had in a long time. So yeah, what's the? I I'm excited, but at the same time, as we pointed out, there are some other hurdles that have to be passed before we can say it's a lock. Yeah, what was so. the? What's the line from Tropic Thunder? If you want to see which technology is going to win out, just look at what porn in the video game industry do. Yeah, basically. I mean, like whether you like remember, it or not, was... it, it's. 
it is kind of how it goes. But I mean, but I mean, obviously not the smut side of that. But I mean, if you remember back when the PS3 and the the Xbox 360 dropped, there was the battle between Blu-ray and HD. What was it? HD DVD. Yep. If I remember right. Yep. And the 360 stayed on regular DVD, and Sony went with the Blu-ray, and soon after, the rest of the industry followed its suit. Well, yeah, there was one other reason for that, though. The porn industry chose Blu-ray. It's the same... Well, fair. Same thing with uh, VHS. Uh, back when it was VHS versus Betamax. Max, yeah. Technically, porn chose VHS, so it won. Yeah. So, no, I mean, they, it's... Whether you like it or not, they are the two industries that more or less decide uh, video and data formats and what's going yep. to be the new norm. Um, video games, however, do push what the new hardware norms are going to be. Uh, PCs yeah. push everything out there, let you experiment with it, uh, let you really customize, but consoles solidify what the norm is so yeah yeah i mean whether you like the two things or not it, it's not an incorrect statement agreed so with that uh guys thank you so much for watching us uh for those of you who actually joined in this lovely sunday thank you we appreciate you, and uh, I gotta say, thank you for giving us some of your Sunday afternoon. Went yeah. uh, a little bit longer than we originally intended, now that we we're at 54 minutes. It always minutes. does. <laughs> but that's okay. It always um, does. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, once again, if this is your first time watching us, don't forget to like us and follow over on Facebook to like and subscribe over on YouTube and of course if you want to get more of our content but don't always have time for the videos you can get the audio for our interviews and live streams over on uh, <laughs> suddenly <laughs> lost my train of thought uh, <laughs> Apple Podcasts Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcast, and Stitcher. With that... <laughs> I don't know why that was so damn funny, but God, was it so damn funny. <laughs> I think it's because we've done that spiel so many times, there's no reason why I should have lost my train of thought. <laughs> anyway... Thank you all so much, and of course, we will be coming back hopefully next weekend, if not sooner, uh, with even more stuff that you'll enjoy. Uh, but until then, as always, I'm Brad, that's Mike, we're Dallas Geek, and see ya. <laughs>